From APM American Public Media, this is the American Radio Works podcast. I'm Stephen Smith. A growing number of school systems has decided that most children should learn how to program computers. Next fall, students in 30 school districts, including New York and Chicago, will be offered new computer coding classes. Advocates say learning how to make computers do things is a fundamental kind of literacy, as important as reading or math. Critics argue that the movement is a power play by tech companies like Google and Microsoft, which want schools to invest more in their products. They say if there's room in the school day, kids need arts and exercise more than screen time. Helping lead the charge for more computer science education is a Seattle-based group called Code.org. On the podcast this week is the nonprofit's director of product, Mona Akmal. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Nice to be here. Help me understand the proposal you folks are making. You think computer programming should be taught in every grade, starting with kindergarten? Uh, We think it should be offered in every school, starting elementary and all the way through high school. Yes. What does it mean to teach a kindergartner or a first grader how to code, how to program a computer? What do they actually learn to do? Right. So I think if you, you know, think about computer science and you kind of peel the layers away, at the core of it is what we refer to as computational thinking or logical thinking. This has existed in math as well. The idea is at kindergarten level, you don't really need to learn, um, you know, computer languages. Instead, if you learn computer science concepts and you understand how computational thinking works, that sets a really good foundation at the elementary school level so that you can then advance to uh, language-based programming later in your school years. Is this the same kind of thing as what people know as HTML, the language that websites use? Actually, it's a lot simpler. HTML is a full-fledged language. Our focus for K through 5 is to teach computer science concepts through a block-based programming, so there is no syntax. If you've written HTML, you know, there's a lot of syntax that you have to learn in order to tell the computer to do anything. Our focus is to abstract all of that out for the children because it's pretty overwhelming and really just focus on you know, if you are, if you see a problem that has a pattern, how can you chunk it down, sequence your instructions to the computer using very simple blocks, sequence those blocks, and uh, learn to figure out patterns and deal with those patterns efficiently. You're suggesting making room for what is essentially a fundamental new literacy, uh, like reading and math. Why does computer programming rise to that level? Over... of jobs that are tech-focused or computer science-focused are actually not in the computer science industry anymore. Most of them are in completely unrelated industries to to core technology. So, you know, if you are in uh, biotech, if you are in anthropology, if you are studying how to simulate a sociological experiment, All of those require some level of understanding of how to make a computer do stuff so that you can advance your learning for the field that you're in, which is why we believe that computer science is a fundamental core part of the learning process, regardless of which career you choose to pursue. How um, would kids actually study programming a computer? Would would it pretty much all be done in in the classroom, or would there also be stuff that they do like homework? 
What we offer right now is uh, what we refer to as a blended curriculum, which is part of the curriculum is interactive. So the child's experience of the course is actually really fun. I've seen a lot of uh, kids in school who have a hard time not finishing the course because it's in the form of puzzles, and the child is really focused on solving the puzzle. Those are interactive activities that can be done in a classroom. They can also be done as homework. They can also be done really by a parent uh, who's interested in their child exploring computer science. Then there's a second part of the curriculum, which is classroom activities, where you're trying to understand a computer science concept, but doing it um, with your classmates. For those, you do need to have classroom uh, presence. Are American schools set up uh, technologically to handle this? I've been to uh, plenty of schools, especially those in less affluent districts that uh, don't have enough computer technology, computer, just the computers themselves to do the work that they're trying to do now? That's a good question. And, uh, you know, we do run into this a little bit. For now, I think our focus is to work with and partner with districts and schools that have the uh, requisite hardware. But there are a lot of nonprofits and also government sector initiatives to try and get hardware into schools and infrastructure into schools. I do want to clarify, though, that I think that in order to learn computer science, you don't actually need to have top-of-the-line hardware or the most updated hardware. The most basic computers can really be as effective as, you know, the latest and greatest technology. We know there's already a digital divide in uh, American schools that advantage students who have more leisure time and access to more technology tend to be more adept computer users. If schools in high-income districts adopt your recommendations but hard-pressed schools in low-income areas don't, couldn't that add to the divide between the haves and the have-nots? You know, it's actually a core mission at Code.org to provide um, education, computer science education, to uh, minorities because computer science is an area that, to your point, is very heavily biased towards certain ethnicities and also certain socioeconomic groups. So, for instance, we work with the Chicago public school system to try and get computer science into schools that aren't just the high-end schools. I think the the biggest thing we found is that it's not the lack of hardware in schools that is preventing a good computer science education from being offered to children that wouldn't have access to it otherwise. It's actually the curriculum and the teaching methodology. And one of the things we're also doing there is we're actually paying teachers for training with us so that the school doesn't have to incur extra cost in hiring a new computer science teacher. They could just have a math teacher or a science teacher come and work with us, get professional development, and then go back and take computer science into their schools. What about the skepticism that some people have raised that since Code.org is founded by industry people, this initiative may have more than just the best interests of students at heart? We do have partners. We partner with Microsoft and Google and whatnot, but we also have a lot of partners that are nonprofits in the education sector and also like the Computer Science Teachers Association and the College Board and the Boys and Girls Club. So um, I think there is a perception perhaps that this is a tech industry-founded nonprofit, but in practice that's actually not the case. Of course, Uh, Working with Microsoft and Google and other technology companies, we're able to have more reach, 
But our goal really is not to exclusively promote computer science education with the intention of providing a pipeline of employees for these companies. And I, I will go back to the fact that I was stating earlier, which is 67% of tech jobs are not in companies like Microsoft and, and Google. They're in non-technology companies. Do you think that teaching computer programming should extend into high school and beyond? Absolutely. You know, we actually do a lot of advocacy work at Code.org, both at the federal as well as the state level. Um, our focus for the last year has been the work with various states to make computer science education actually count as a math or a science credit towards high school graduation. Uh, because unless that policy changes, the students don't really have a very strong incentive to take it because it doesn't count towards their graduation. At this point, 20 states have passed legislation making computer science in high school count towards graduation as a math or science credit. 30 states have not. So that's a big area of investment for us. The other thing we do is also we're just starting to do is work with various college boards um, to make sure that it is accepted in college as a math or science prerequisite, because you need to have both of those in order for students to really take computer science seriously when they get to high school. Mona Akmal, thank you so much. You're most welcome. Mona Akmal is director of product at code.org a nonprofit that promotes adding computer programming to the school day. You can find more podcasts about curriculum and other issues in K-12 education at our website, AmericanRadioWorks.org. While you're there, browse our archive of more than 100 documentary projects and let us know what you think of our coverage, AmericanRadioWorks.org. You can like us on Facebook at American.RadioWorks, and you can follow us on Twitter at AM. Radio Works. Support for American Radio Works comes from Lumina Foundation, the William and Flora Hewlett Foundation, and the Spencer Foundation. I'm Stephen Smith. Thanks for listening. This is APM, American Public Media.